Hi everyone, welcome back to my channel. My name is Stassi. Thank you so much for being here. And today I have the lovely Sarah. You may know her on Instagram as we just <laughs> You uh, got this. <laughs> Crumple Bottom. Crumple Bottom. Crumple Bottom Academy. Yeah. So thank you so much, Sarah, for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be on this podcast that I listen to a lot, but I will be skipping this episode. <laughs> Hey, I 100% I get you. Um, the first podcast, first Sims podcast I was ever on was Speaking Simlish. And I I just it was like, hey, like, I'd love to be on your podcast. And they're like, okay. And I, I went on there and I laughed so hard. And I was laughing and it was great. It was fun time. And then I was listening to their stuff. And then my episode came on and all you could, I just sounded like farts. And I was like, oh, oh God. my God, this is so <laughs> awkward. Skip. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, Sarah, I, hey, I, I appreciate you coming. I also appreciate a fan. Like we were, we were talking yeah. about at the beginning of, before we, we hopped on that it's so cool to like share your work with everybody. And then they, it, and then people like it. And you're, it, you know, sometimes you like, you're just like, uh, but anyways, Sarah, let's start off this interview, but why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your Sims history? Yeah, sure. All right. Um, so not only have I been playing The Sims since it came out in 2000, but I've been in the Sims community since the 2000s. Like I was posting, yeah, yeah, I'm an old, I was posting stories on The Sims 1 website, Sims 2 website, kind of skipped around the sims 3 and then obviously the sims 4 i'm pretty active um i've been modding um since the sims 2 um i've been around i have a lot of war stories <laughs> oh my god okay we're gonna start with the sims 1 <laughs> because i was i didn't start playing this as one until 2003 so i was just i was 10 i'll, I'll be 30 this year um how did you share your stories? <laughs> the internet was just like a new baby back then. Yeah. So like, like, what did you do? Like, how did you do it? They did. They had a uh, community exchange for The Sims 1. Me and my friends would actually write stories together. And um, we wrote this one series about uh, these quadruplets. And I remember um, making some custom content in The Sims 1 with like pictures of like, I just like Googled quadruplets and uh, put them in a picture. And I remember someone commenting like, is this based off of real people? Um, and I was like, pretty young, I was like 11. And I was like, no, I just made it up. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, so was this like a form, like before forms were a thing? Like, I'm just trying to like grasp this because like, like the internet again was like AOL dial-up. Yeah. No, it was like a, it was like an EA or a Maxis thing. Like, huh. like it was like a Sims one actual like website. Yeah, it was pretty cool. They had a lot of stories. I wish, I don't know if it's accessible through like Wayback or Archive, um, but yeah. I, um, my, fiance, my fiance is, you know, doing man things today and he'll be home sure. later. I will be 100% Googling this after this because this is the first time anyone has ever told me anything about this. Like I had no idea. So the same thing existed for Sims 2? Yes. Same website, obviously like the sims2.com EA storytelling portal kind of idea? Yeah, they had um like 
featured stories, tons of series. I actually, uh, I don't know if you saw this, but I, I created kind of a uh, similar thing to the Sims 2 storytelling website. Uh, it's uh, sims4storytelling.com. Um, yeah, I thought it would be kind of fun. I don't know if anyone uses it, but it was fun making it. <laughs> but it's kind of like a, you upload pictures and you can like create stories and worlds and um, have your characters have pages. But yeah, it was the Sims 2 story exchange was very magical and I wanted to recreate that. Holy shit. No, I'm definitely <laughs> going to be checking this out because I find it's very hard to share your, your Sims yeah. story and to get people to read it. Now, we'll get into that in a little bit when we when we talk about your story. But how was it back then? Did you Would you find that there was more readers back then? Or was it kind of people just didn't know that these websites existed? Oh, no, there were like fan pages and like, it was like Simstagram before Simstagram, really. Holy <laughs> shit. Okay, well, yeah. okay. Okay, what was your favorite story on there? Obviously, besides you. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Um, I don't know. I just remember kind of ironically following this, but ironically, but not ironically, following this like very dramatic story where like, like it was it was basically like they were just writing what their Sims were doing, but it was very chaotic, and they would like get a divorce, marry the maid, you know, normal Tuesday on the Sims, have an affair, die. Yeah. A diet. Oh, yeah. uh, 100% <laughs> that. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, what'd you do yesterday? I met a girl. We hugged. We got married. And now she's expecting a baby all on the same yeah. day. And then, and then tomorrow we're going to get a divorce. And then I'm going to marry Bone Hilda. It's perfect. Um, oh. But that's, yeah. <laughs> that's... an idea first. <laughs> <laughs> no, like that's, that's crazy. No. Okay. So yeah. talk to me about your story writing process. Um, how, like, how do you write your story? Does it come to you in the shower or is this like, like, is it always kind of like story building where like all the time, like you're continuously yeah. about it? Honestly, it comes from the gameplay. Like I, I don't, uh, so my Sims, they go to school. They do, mm -hmm. uh, like typical things like science fair, school dances. So obviously I plan those. They're not like spontaneously, like let's have a science fair. I have gained intelligence. But like, I, I kind of imagine what they um, are saying to each other. So when they're like, get to know, I'll be like, oh, she's really into astrology. She's probably telling him that she's a cancer. And he's okay. probably like talking about a book that he read. So like, it does come from gameplay, but I guess also I have a very active imagination. So kind of both. I love that. Now, speaking of imagination, I, I said, i would say I never turned off my imagination I'm a very yeah um I'm always thinking of new things do you find as we get older that like most people actually do turn off their um their imagination and forget to have fun yes and I mean I think that's what's so great about the sims is like mm -hmm. and that's what uh not to totally verge topics but like that's like what Will Wright uh had in mind when he created the game he wanted to mm -hmm. like blur the line between developer and player by creating a game where you create the game yeah. so yeah so I think that uh 
The Sims is great for an adult who misses their overactive imagination. I love that because like I work in marketing now. So like I, I was yeah. calling it. It's, a, it's all creativity. It's just a different way to be creative. And I, I never lost the whimsical side of me. I never lost being yeah. curious. And that's something that I've always kind of strived myself on. And like people I work with, they lost their curiosity 20, 30 years ago. And I never gave up. Cause I'm always curious. I'm always learning. I'm always asking questions. And I think that's what a storyteller is. We're always asking questions yeah. because I don't know about you, but I have this fear of plot holes, like fucking yeah. hardcore. I will sit through a situation and be who, what, where, when, why, and how, how can, how can I destroy this theory? And I make sure everything's kind of concrete because there's nothing worse as shows like Riverdale is a great example. Oh my God. Like Don't get it, me started. Right? <laughs> because it has more fucking plot holes than Swiss cheese. Okay. Like there's just so many. You're like, oh, aliens? Cool. Rocket ships? How? How is Archie the mayor, <laughs> the gym owner, the business owner, the perfect husband, and was attacked by a freaking bear? <laughs> and that one scar okay that's some plot hole shit right there but like I try really hard what do you do to try to prevent plot holes from happening I document a lot so I'm a software engineer and like I I need to like document everything and like because uh, like there are plot holes in software engineering too but those are called bugs um <laughs> but <laughs> so I have spreadsheets and spreadsheets I actually started like a uh, fandom which is like a wiki mm -hmm. page for crumple bottom um and it's on my to-do list to update it but yeah it's kind of like my game bible um I yeah was looking at that earlier today and oh, we're, really? we're gonna be talking about because there's a lot of characters and I'm sitting here I'm like I don't remember their names <laughs> but no I, I is, fucking yeah. love that though so like can anybody create a fandom page or do you have to have some form of something to be able to do that anyone could create one I was looking for one for the Rose Chronicles but I mean you don't have like 2,000 characters with crazy <laughs> names like I do no no because I was looking at your maps and like well this person is not friends with this person but this person is. I'm sitting here I'm like girl 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 I love you I need a top 10 yeah <laughs> well I was thinking about that I was like fuck should I have one and then I'm like yeah I, I should probably one. <laughs> <laughs> I will pay you I will happily you don't have pay, to pay you. me that that sounds like fun oh my god I can make one right now I I love the Rose Chronicles oh, oh. yeah oh oh, oh I I needed that because my, the algorithm's Aww. not showing my stuff right now. So I'm having a really hard time getting viewers. I know. Sad. Yeah. Dude, if you want, if you want to make one, we'll, we'll talk about this offline. Yeah. I'll continue yeah, to yeah. fangirl after, but um, <laughs> no, I, I like that. I, it's, it's, it's very important to like iron out your characters. Cause like right now when I started and I don't know about you, but I figured out who was going to do what, and then who was going to live or die. And then sometimes I completely scrap it. Um, yeah. Has there been a character that you thought was maybe just not going to last as long, but then they turned into like your favorite character? Yes. Okay. Especially when it comes to relationships. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's because I do most of my uh, storytelling and get most of my storytelling ideas through gameplay. Yeah. A lot of things arise that way. So like 
there's this one character who like I didn't really have any plans for him and the reason why I have so many characters is because this is like my personal game that I've been playing for like 10 years so like the world is populated but so the my character I didn't think that he was I didn't really have anything big planned for him but he was talking to this one sim a lot and I just thought it was really cute and I just thought like oh he could have a crush on her. So he just started having a crush on her and I just like went with it and I like wrote it into some storylines. And yeah. Who who is it? <laughs> it's uh Alto. I don't know if you know he has glasses. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, he's yeah. cute. He's cute. Yeah. No, I I like that. And I think that's I think that's so I think it's very different because like for you, you use gameplay. I use fucking zero gameplay. I yeah. would love it if they just stopped aging and dying. I think that would just like yeah. save me from like 16 different heart attacks. Now you take your idea from gameplay. Has you ever, have you ever had an idea then? And it just go fucking kaplosh because the gameplay didn't allow it to happen. Hmm, let me think. I had, well, okay. I had a Sim die. This was in a previous generation, and yeah, I, I heard you talking in a in another episode how you had to turn off death because uh, Alexa kept on dying. Yeah. Um. But I wrote it into the story that she died, and it was like pretty compelling. It's this is it's not in this iteration of Crumple Bottom. I used to just write them for myself, mm -hmm. um, and just like write like little synopses of like my uh, gameplay sessions. Um. But yeah, it was pretty compelling and it like her death caused a lot of character growth and a lot of stories came out of that. So which, it's weird to say, but I don't regret ever dying. That, that's okay. So which leads me yeah. to my really good question that I like yeah. to ask storytellers is how do you define a good death? That's a great question. Um, I guess someone like not dying in vain or like it not having an effect because I mean, that's a pretty, I know it's the Sims and it's not a big deal when a Sim dies because like Sims can die from like peeing their pants, but <laughs> yeah, I guess I just, uh, I don't, there's some TV shows where a character dies and like the next episode they're like, oh, oh well, let's, let's focus on something else. But yeah, I want it to affect the whole world, you know? Mm -hmm um so what do you what do you find so to so when that when it comes to death like that so like what makes a good death like like actually dying like is it the do do they do it does somebody else do it like in in your opinion what makes a really good death scene when you're writing oh interesting um I don't know I maybe I'm just not uh too well versed in in death scenes because my right. my stories are all like happy oh, they went to school, they went to yeah. school and everything they, everything is good no I I got you it's just because like I I'm <laughs> yeah. coming into into now where people are going to start dying in Rose Chronicles so well Not I mean this will this will be airing in April no one's dying yeah. between January no no one's dying between January <laughs> and April but there will be four I've teased well there I will be teasing by the point of four deaths so five people will be dying in book one 
And it's interesting because I really, 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 really trying to make death, like you said, like trying yeah. to prevent it. Like you have to um, mourn and then you have to realize like, like how do you live the rest of your life every day? What do you do? To, how do you remember them? How is their legacy? Remember to me, the whole point of all like, these deaths is how, how are their legacies remembered? And like, and how would, like, yeah. and how do you want people to tell your story? It's like the, like Alexander Hamilton, you know, this like, I don't know if you've seen that play, but I live yeah. by the music and it's like, how, how do you want to tell your story? How do you want people to remember you? I, and I try to think of that when I do a death scene. Now I have to ask you about happy scenes because I don't have too many of them in Rose <laughs> Chronicles. I really, truly don't. Um, how do you write a very happy lovely scene like what aspects do you go for I I do have to say before I answer that I do have a death plan for season three and it's going to be a big deal that's all I'll say but (laughs) yeah for uh happy scenes I really just pull from real life like I just think of yeah just like I just I just think of like funny scenarios a lot of things because I am writing about school I think of like those formative childhood memories like core memories that uh made me laugh like recently um in the upcoming episode I'm working on there is a senior prank where they turn a classroom into a club and I that happened in my school as a senior prank and I'll never forget I remember every single song they got a DJ it was it was really cool and I'll, I'll never forget uh, that and I was like oh I should incorporate something like that no that yeah. that's fucking awesome <laughs> ours was like the classic four pigs but one says one pigs. two three yeah it's okay so this is clearly an Ontario <laughs> thing so it's okay, the cla- yeah. it's the classic you know like four pigs running around the school and they're all labeled so one two three and five and you're trying oh. to find the fifth pig, but there's not a fifth pig, or the sticky notes on the principal's car. That like that yeah. was a big one. Um, uh, shaving shaving cream pie in the face. That was another big one, especially in culinary. Uh, col- oh, in culinary yeah. classes, it was switching out your whipped cream with shaving cream, and <laughs> your salt with sugar. Um, oh my god, oh Class. that's how you knew. Cause like, cause like I, in, in grade 12, I spent a lot of time in the culinary programs. So definitely, yeah. oh, the vinegar in the water. That's another big one. It'd be oh. like, oh, I, like, let me, uh, he should be like, oh, I go get some, I gotta go get my glass of water. And like, when she's not paying attention, pour vinegar and her <laughs> water. She's like, who did that? <laughs> yeah. So I, that is inventive as hell. I don't even think I, I don't think yeah. anyone at my school was that inventive to have a fucking DJ, but see, but that's cool where, where you're bringing in real life scenarios. Has there been, what other experiences in your real life have been brought into the, into your story? Oh, just a lot of things. Um, Just like situations where I think like I could have, or like I learned a lesson mm-hmm. um, or like I could have handled differently. I like to add in and kind of like work through them with the sims um yeah it's just stuff like that <laughs> I have to just ask working you about my trauma I says I have <laughs> you to ask you to clarify because that was so vague <laughs> <laughs> I need you to take it down a little a little more or less vague yeah. 
Alaska if I if I had like said the wrong thing to someone or like I thought I was sticking up for someone in the right way but it turns out they needed my support in a different way or I guess just all everything <laughs> sorry that's not any less vague I was gonna say girl you went the other direction <laughs> I, yeah <laughs> but no I I, I do 100% get you because like when it comes to high school I, I mean I've done the same thing you got your jocks you have your bullies, you have your cliques. Um, something I've, I tried to avoid a lot in Rose Council, but it is coming up is bullying. I mm-hmm. was huge on, I'm very against bullying as someone who has been bullied and someone has been the bullier. I kind of feel like I don't want, I don't tolerate bullying in any shape or form. So I don't like to talk about it, but it is high school that we cannot yeah. talk about high school without bullying how do you handle bullying into your story concepts? I do get uncomfortable when I have to write like fight scenes where like people are being mean to each other <laughs> like that. But uh, yeah, like I had these two girls get, in, get into a fight mm-hmm. um, and they were saying really mean things to each other. And I just had to remember that like, they did end up apologizing to each other. I just had to remember that like, they know it's they know it was a mistake and yeah it, it's definitely difficult to to do that or writing like breakup scenes is always really hard oh man that was <laughs> I've never really had to write a breakup scene I guess I yeah. guess like the Rose Chronicles like Nick breaking up with Alexa but that was just kind of more like really one-sided um what yeah. do you do when it comes to a breakup scene is it usually very mutual or is it usually out, like out of the blue I uh I think I'm just gonna use one of my favorite breakup scenes for yeah. an example because it it is based on a true story. So it's where Lavender breaks up with Theo at a uh, an ice cream shop, and a bunch of like little kids are listening in, and he starts crying, and they start laughing at him. Um, yes. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I I did try to see the humor in that. <laughs> I'm, I'll repeat that is based off of a. True story. Who's true story? <laughs> I, was not, I was not on crying, but there were kids laughing and yeah, it's very awkward. Yeah. Oh my god. Um. Yeah. Did not expect that to be part of. But that. But again. But that's what you do in high school, and something I always get criticized yeah. for. So I'm very curious to see if you get criticized for it as well. So, like, Alexa's 14 years old. I'm sorry, at 14 years yeah. old, we're not like thinking like adults. How do you write as someone who is a teenager versus someone who is adult? Yeah, I always try to put myself. It's actually, it's like a little bit easier to write like these kids because mm-hmm. you don't have to use critical thinking skills I'm kind of nervous for when they grow up and like uh some of them are like some of them are like cool like smart kids and I'll have to like like write like how they speak which uh, I don't know if you could tell but I don't, I don't know if I can do that but we'll cool. see it's it's not that it's it's not that it's gonna be hard but it's like it's like how do you carry a character yeah so like a good example is so like currently right now I am I have written all of book one I'm I'm about a hundred I'm in chapter one twenty producing 
book oh, wow. two, I am currently rewriting book two in the format of how I how I'm currently doing it and I'm having fun with book three three is just like I have an idea before I go to bed and I'm gonna pick my nose and write about it but it's the same characters evolution over multiple yeah. years how do you take someone who's a like a small child who's not formally thinking into them being a, a lot more mature obviously you've gone on for more seasons how have you handled that transition from season to season I I mean I think that it's actually really helpful to change the way they look and the, their rooms whenever I like am really building a character and trying to get their um like just build their character I always like to decorate their room and think oh well, what what would they where would they put their bed like what are they doing in their room what would their wall look like um so yeah I think that's really helpful and as my sims grow up I change the way they look the way they dress I change the way mm -hmm. they decorate their rooms I, so yeah I really like that I I do the same with Rose Chronicles every time it's a different yeah. day they look different because that's what real life is yeah. we, we look different every day obviously versus school uniform which how do you customize your school uniform to make sure everybody looks the same but different uh so I I just made so the school un uniforms I I made or recolored um, okay. some custom content I I don't really remember and I I added, I added the um like crumple bottom uh, yeah like logo um but they uh for each grade it's a different color okay. and it's rainbow order so it's red orange yellow green blue purple okay um and yeah I have a few different variations of like they have a vest or a, a, a t-shirt or not a t-shirt a polo or a sweater um so yeah I know there are some like some students who like I know that like this girl I know Sean would probably wouldn't want to wear a skirt so okay. I always have her wear the pants. Yeah. I, I got you. I don't go that <laughs> far. I just like, oh, girls in skirts. All guys in the same yeah. pants. Just because like, <laughs> I don't, I, none of it's CC. No, none of it's CC. The, some of the skirts yeah. are, because it's not the same skirt, but like it's the same jacket. But I would actually love it if I could fix because I'm not smart enough to make my own CC because that's life. But I would love to just have the gray shirt and the yellow tie. I would shit my pants yeah. for that just because to have a little bit more of those variations. Um, I don't know about you, but I would love it if EA, when they did jackets, you could actually have an off and on function. So you could like, you oh. would be able to like have it be the same. You're just physically removing the jacket. Like what is, what's your thoughts about that? Oh yeah. That would be right after they do the door half open, half closed. Oh like, my God. Okay. Have you, yeah. I don't, okay. Like, I don't know in my podcast if I'm screaming about the half door, half open yet, yeah. but I will fucking, yeah. I want that. I want that so bad. You have, as you can clearly tell, yeah. I have a fucking half open, half door open, half door open. Like, but this is my closet door. That door is always open. Okay. Like yeah. who, who closes that? Like, no, like I just, I want those things. I also want a height thing. So that's another thing I want to ask you. Oh. How do you differentiate height differences because Oliver is supposed to be like six foot eight and Lex is supposed <laughs> to be like five foot four five foot five you're significantly taller but they're the exact same height in the story because there's nothing I can do so is that is that something on your wish list as well I use a uh a, a height slider actually yeah. where you can change the size of the feet and like oh my god it just like actually brought so much more like 
character to some of these people. Like I was surprised how much uh, these Sims, sorry, not people. I was surprised by how much like their height would affect their character, mm -hmm. um, just like in my eyes. But yeah, it would be, I don't know. I, okay, I know why that's not built in because sometimes when Sims have different heights and they're like kissing, like one of them will be like kissing the other's like neck and like it, oh. it doesn't really work. I I know, but like EA, like do something. You're giving us yeah. you're giving us infants and apparently preteens. Yay. What? Yeah. So apparently, so I was put I was putting I put out yeah, last night on my my main Instagram page, like, what are your thoughts about infants? Cause I can't stand yeah. infants because I would fucking turn that option off about 10 seconds because Nobody wants in no one wants infants that crawl because they're gonna be everywhere and it's not gonna be fun. So, <laughs> yeah. so people were messaging me, they're like, Yeah, infants and preteens, right? And I'm like, What? So apparently they're gonna have a potentially a preteen sim. Now that's 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 another generation between I maybe maybe you would like it more, but like <laughs> they go to the same like are they just then like yeah. a little shorter? like just like a little bit like what's a preteen like between 10 and 12 is that a preteen yeah I well so with my sims uh they're in seventh and eighth grade right now okay like they're teens and yeah I, I make them I I modify their faces to like give them like baby fat and like you know like make yeah. them look like uh like actual kids so and I make the uh what what's my rule uh I think sixth grade is when I make my sims teens and but I just make them tiny yeah so I kind of have my own preteen stage but it's teen stage I got you and I, hey I appreciate that you actually play with teens now this is something I have to yeah. ask you obviously story you, you use the gameplay do you actually have to do all the homework and the learning stuff do you always put that into your gameplay or do you just skip parts of it until they're like yeah they don't need to do this anymore does that make sense yeah no I I had, do have them do that but I I have like my own set of rules where like they don't go to school I do like go to school days where um it's a holiday and they have off and yeah. then I just go I saw you put that on your oh on your, yeah yeah your um Instagram where it's like get to know the story or about me or something about this and I saw that I was like that's really smart that's that that is Thanks. really really smart to do it that way um, you must have been tickled pink with the high school pack that came out last year. Uh, I ah. don't like it. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I did not like it either. I spoke, I've spoken very yeah. openly about how the yeah. fuck are there no football jerseys? I know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm screaming. Right? There, we talked about, we, like, like we I can't be screaming about these things. Yeah. But, like, there was, like, the fact that you couldn't just go to the, the football stadium. It was like, yeah. I was so pissed by part of the school the, lot. The cheerleaders being on the fucking ground of dirt to them to do any function. Yeah. The only thing I genuinely liked about that pack was the items. I yeah, use the items quite too. frequently. Um, Cause yeah. originally my plan was, is I was going to be like, oh, this school is made over. Oh. Um, but I was like, oh no. I like my school. It's very simple. Oh, it's way better. But yeah, it's way 
way better. And I I've slowly started introducing, you will step now start seeing it in these chapters that are coming out because these, like these chapters I made back in July, when I got, when I got this pack, you'll start seeing yeah. the, the, the new cheerleader outfits and some, some decor, but that's all I kind of, I, I made my fiance spend $70 on that pack so I can get red lockers. That's all I yeah. got out of that. So, and obviously the cheer, I do like the cheerleader uniforms. I, I, we'll say that it's better than the cc ones i have but there are some really good cc ones but i really did yeah. jo- enjoy this but i do i do not enjoy the cheerleaders having to dance on the stupid ground dirt. on the little square and they're like, yeah. like this. <laughs> <Yeah>. cheer <laughs> yeah. no it's garbage like absolute garbage i was yeah, i was is. disappointed uh but i was very excited i think uh, let me rephrase that were you excited when they announced the pack Versus what we actually got. I've learned how to uh, manage my expectations with EA. I I don't I don't let them make me feel any way anymore. You know, like, I just try to go into everything neutral. <laughs> oh my god! See, I I say that because I'm cynical, but then I see the trailer because the the EA marketing team for Sims is phenomenal what they do because they show yeah. us a trailer. We're excited for all these things and then we get it and it's like these half broken promises that we get they're like yeah football they gave us a fucking football but no jersey yeah one football one football. yeah and like yeah that i didn't actually even I'm- use i downloaded cc for the pose yeah and then i just photoshopped a football in the hand because the hand the football doesn't look right in the hand because it didn't actually they didn't do it right it's like the basketball grip of it it's like this yeah. But the, you, you hold a football like like this. Yeah. yeah. Not this. This. It was, oh, ugh, just sorry. <laughs> I, I, I have to work on not letting EA affect me as negatively as yeah. it is. Because the problem, okay, so like we can all agree that the Sims uh, community is made by Simmers, not. Yeah. EA, we as a community make the game as special as what it is. They just provide us with half broken things, and yeah. we fix. Them I trust the community. I don't. I don't trust EA anymore. But I'll never lose trust in the simming community. They're always coming up with some crazy beautiful thing. Aren't they though? I know. Yeah. Um, okay. Anyways, back to back to interview. Who is your favorite character and why? Oh, um, wow. I know. <laughs> uh, I think Apollo might be my favorite character just because I relate to him so much. He, the way that he loves Void Critters is the way that I love Sims just unabashedly growing up. And he's going to deal with uh, next season with like people saying he's too old to like Void Critters. Just like people are like, you still play the Sims to me. Mm-hmm. And he... Yeah, he's just like, he always means well. He's like me where he always means well, but sometimes he doesn't say the right thing. He's a little socially awkward. Um, but <laughs> I, I, but... I love that. Oh, so do you, when you write for his character, do you, obviously you put yeah. yourself into the character for some aspects of it, of like how you would have handled the situation. I, I got yeah. you now. I, I love this question. Who, I get asked all the time, who's your least favorite character? And why? Oh boy, my least favorite. I love all my children. Um, 
but there's always one. Oh, just like he's just like Ugh, irks you. There, there's actually this character. He's not. Uh, he's gonna play a more prevalent role next season, but he's the mayor of Sim City. Mayor okay. Campbell. He's like, he's like really corrupt and like evil and like, yeah. I mean, he's he'll be fun to write. Um, and he's he's popped up a few times. Um, but yeah. I don't I wouldn't want to like hang out with him I I like that um I it's kind of I kind of do the same thing with adults in Rose Chronicles that I kind of yeah. take the tv approach that they're not like really there or present um which I find yeah. fucking hilarious because like <laughs> who's like because like every like main character in any tv show teen drama like the parents are like the mayor a doctor yeah. a lawyer military those are your four big ones right so I try to yes. nail as many as I can just because they're like well they're like you're never home or you know the surrogate like dad's over in a war mom's fucking MIA so like the child moves in with another child being like ah that always happens that, or, al like, that always teenagers does have their own apartments <laughs> or they can like go to breakfast beforehand they can get six yeah. cups of coffee a day they don't have any like they, I'm just sitting there I'm like I do that because I was a huge pretty low liars fan like me too I, okay were you disappointed by the ending because if the answer is not oh, yeah. yes okay okay good good we can continue being friends because the <laughs> ending was horrible but I remember being so 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 excited for like every episode I'm like yeah. who's a like we're we getting and then, there, and then there was like multiple a's and then there's twins there's always twins too always <laughs> there's always always talk about twins. plot holes right oh I forgot you're a twin <laughs> yeah oh you dated oh you're actually related now you're actually like, yeah what or yeah yeah oh fuck yeah um okay what other teen shows did you like growing up uh you can't see it because it's not in frame but I'm a huge Degrassi fan I have like I have so much I know you're from Canada so <laughs> you, you probably know some other Degrassi fans but like I watch it every night before I go to bed it's my favorite show oh my <laughs> god so like that is the shit like they would like so on a rainy day at school like they would put on Degrassi for us to watch like every lucky kid, lucky is <laughs> maybe not the word to describe I would describe it as torture but we'll go with either or I just I don't know like I just it's it's so cheesy it's yeah, so I cheesy uh, another one I don't know if you watched it but it was um it's called Life with Derek. It's so oh, yeah. Okay. It's also Canadian. Also Canadian. So it's it's actually filmed in my hometown. So like cool. my so like couple like so my culinary teacher in grade 10, that was Casey's mom. Whoa. Oh, she was a character on Degrassi too, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. They 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 yeah. use they use the same oh, yeah. yeah, they use the same set. Like it was the same school set because there was only one you could do and it and it was in my hometown but it actually literally took place in London Ontario which is where I'm from and I always laughed oh, at that cool. I'm like there's nothing cool about the city like there's nothing cool besides oh, the man. London Knights <laughs> but yeah so it, I always found that funny but yeah definitely Life with Derek uh that was when we watched so obviously in that class because it was her daughter and I'm sure she just wanted to spend yeah. some time with her daughter um what like the other teen shows that are, I obviously watch Gossip Girl. I mean, who didn't watch Gossip yes. Girl? Um yeah. oh Vampire Diaries, Ovs. I actually didn't watch that. 
Okay. I know. It's, we need to end this interview like right now so you can go start <laughs> watching this. We'll put a we'll put a pin in it and then we'll come back after the first episode and we'll, and we'll regroup. I love I I would say the Vampire Diaries is very heavily themed in Rose Chronicles. Oh, with fucking Oh yeah. Yeah. I uh, got when I read Rose Chronicles, I definitely got like when I was reading it, I I was thinking like if Ravenswood the Pretty Little Liars spinoff just took like this plot like that would have been so much better right yeah yeah oh my god so you we are now best friends oh my god (laughs) (laughs) but oh yeah definitely uh definitely uh that and also Sailor Moon plays a huge role in it oh yeah it's lots of character names that I take and storylines and stuff but yeah no. So what stories do you take take inspiration from for your story, like TV shows? Um, definitely Degrassi. There are some stories that are like definitely inspired by Degrassi, especially the um, school election episode. Like mm-hmm. school elections in real life, like no one really cares. But like on Degrassi, they were always that was like they the first cared. episode of. Yeah, like they're all drama. So I thought I would kind of emulate that in my stories just for fun. <laughs> okay. Did you ever run for anything when you were in school? Oh. You say no. I, yeah. That's no. I, <laughs> that I was a pretty fast no, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did you, did your no. school then have like a high school senior lounge? No. Well, ours I did. So. And I was never, I was not part of student council. So student council had their own lounge, which is like, was like this hidden room that had this like gross couch that everybody knew people were having sex on. Like we knew that. Oh my oh, goodness. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I went to a Catholic school. Everybody was having sex with each other. Uh, there sure. was there was literally, gross story. It's called the fourth floor. The fourth, so my high school that I went to uh, used to be where you went to be, a, to train to be a nun. Um, Cause it was, it was a former Abbey. And then it, and then, and then after the Abbey, it was converted to being a priest school. So guys, and then it was an all male school until 1997 or something like that. And then it became a co-ed, but the fourth floor, they had to tear it down because it was so old, but they left the stairs there and this giant like little platform and people would have sex on there on their lunch break. It was very well known. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was gross. Maybe I'm sheltered. <laughs> that I can't say. I never did it because I had more class than that. But you, you would yeah. know. Like it, it would be like a like you if you attempted to because that door always opened. But like if you you would hear like people in there and they'd lock it because it was locked on the other side and you would always have our security guard on the other side being waiting till it's done, which is so awkward for everyone involved oh in that story. Yeah, gross. That's like a. With Crumple Bottom Academy, I'm like so like traumatized by hearing that story. But like, I, that's why I'm gonna have trouble when they're older. Like, they're gonna have to like do bad stuff, and I, I'm gonna have to just like put myself in a different mindset to come up with these storylines. Oh my Maybe god, I'll come to you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I, I I wrote this sex scene between two characters, and it's not Alexa and Oliver because it's gross. I can't I can't even imagine oh, okay. that yet. No, so there's there's a big woohoo moment coming, and yeah. it was so awkward to write yeah. it because I, I literally in because like so how I how I write it is 
Um, so it's always in my email and it, and it, it would be like, uh, cause like, okay. So currently I'm working on book two, chapter 150, part one, two, and three. And it, and it would say photo two and then line, 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 cross out and, and then break that section off and then line, line, line. And, and I'll continue on if it's, so if it's, if it's one chapter, so it's 10, if it's, there's a three part, there's three, if there's a 10 part, there's 10, there's a hundred parts to it. Right. So at any sex scene, I'm like tasteful sex scene, find CC later, <laughs> tasteful sex scene, find CC later, because as we're both on Instagram, uh, I respect all Instagram storytellers. Um, but that also being said, can we please have 18 a, um, on some of your, Oh posts? my God. Cause like sometimes I'll just yeah. be like, I'm like, Oh my God, can, can, can you even do that? So, I was looking for like cute hug poses one day and I just, I was traumatized by what I found when I was Googling. Oh my, I, <laughs> I know. Okay. Speaking of poses, so poses are absolutely necessary um, for yeah. storytellers and Sims, um, without a doubt. What type of poses are your favorite? I like, um, I used to mostly just use static poses, but I, I really like animated poses so I can get like kind of a variety and like. But um, I have a million poses. I'm actually in the process of organizing them right now um, in a document by like, whether they're like the mood and like whether they're uh, animated static and like number of Sims, just just to save time for myself. Girl, you are organized. <laughs> I just throw everything in, hope for the yeah. best. So I used to be saying I was static. Now I love this. So I, if you want, I'll, if, I'll send this link to you after. So it's really good for conversation pieces. So I think it's like resin Sims or something, or it's like SS, I can't remember, but it'll be like conversation, happy, standing, looking straight. And I'll be like, that's all I want. Yeah. And the next one's like, and then they're like holding hands or something. And they're like, and it goes like this, <laughs> but it's so great. So if I'm taking the scene where they're just talking, I'll just press play. And then they're in a different pose take the screenshot yeah. press play again to enter and there and then they're in another pose I find that's a lot easier if it's just like words talking words talking words talking when it comes to stuff like that um that's a trick that I picked up I wish I would have known that sooner I only started doing that like six months ago so my next question to you is what do you wish that you would have known now you wish you would have known years ago when you started this uh, specifically, I wish I knew headline effects off, <laughs> you know, that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, random plum bobs everywhere. Like, I don't know how I didn't know that it took like a year to storytelling. And I mean, I would just go into tap mode. Um, so most of the, uh, headline effects would disappear, but mm -hmm. I just automatically go in and turn it off right now. Like the second I open the game. I just kind of wish there was just a button for it, like in settings yeah. and you could just always have it off. I could not agree more because sometimes I'll forget that I have it on or because, yeah. it, because it's, it's, um, I, I show you what I want you to see, not the fucking everything around because now when I said, I set it up as an actual set and I'll start with, cool. um, you know, iron, like, you know, that's the, the teleporty guy, the, uh, cool. No, oh, no. That, that man. The man. Yeah, the teleport man. <laughs> I will literally be like, they're going to talk here. Then they're going to talk here. And yeah. I literally 
follow through like that because it makes life so much easier now um yeah teleport man the the, the iron suit guy the i yeah I, I his name is on the tip of my tongue it's like you know oh, yeah God, the, what is it yeah someone's yelling at their podcast right now they're like <laughs> this you idiots <laughs> you're storytellers and you don't know the name get the fuck out of here <laughs> yeah I, it's gonna escape me until i log back and i'm like oh that guy but yeah teleporty guy i yeah. love i love my teleporty guy the best and the most awkward is if you're teleporting a child and an adult and you can't find the child until you pose the adult or you'll see like the tips of their feet Oh yeah. I, yeah. I've, I haven't come across that. I've had a lot of weird, weird stuff happen in my game. Okay. I want to hear two, <laughs> two of the weirdest things that have happened in your game. One I was just thinking about um, was I was making this mod uh, for, I really missed newspaper delivery yeah. and I wanted to leverage. So, you know, in um, eco lifestyles, I think they have like that board. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to kind of leverage that functionality and make like a, a newspaper delivery with the newspaper. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I made one and then um, it would have information on that board. So just the goings on around town. So I've created like a, uh, a newspaper delivery um, role, uh, like an NPC. Yeah. And I would have someone come and like put the newspaper in the mailbox. Uh-oh, uh, are you frozen? No, Am I'm I here. frozen? No, you're not frozen. You're okay. Oh, now you're frozen. Oh, no. Are you still there? Hello. Okay, yeah, you are still there. Okay. Technical difficulties, guys. Hey, it it happens all (laughs) the time. Anyway, so newspaper, you created your own. This podcast is sponsored by EA. Oh, <laughs> it's definitely not business daddy would have fired me a long time ago <laughs> but anyways so you eat uh eco lifestyle you create your own newspaper very important to the story yeah i've caught you back um up. thank you You're so welcome. i created this role but it kept on dogs kept on coming and dropping off the newspaper and it was so weird like like I would just get like a, a notification, like Snuffles has come over and dropped off your newspaper. And it was like so creepy. And then they would do like, like the, the you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Where the dogs would like take the human form. Oh yeah. Uh, then I realized there was like something missing in my XML where I had to like make it just a human role. But so that was a fun experience. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. No, I gotta, gotta love those glitches, eh? Cause yeah. like I, I that one was my fault though. <laughs> that's that's fair. The creepiest one I have right now is once you teleport your sim there, so their heads are always like this now. And for anyone who's listening, oh, yeah, I have my that's... head to the side, and they're just like, yes, I get that too. And the first so time creepy. I did it, I was like, Jesus Christ! Um, I'm like, ex, how to give Sims exorcist in the Sims. <laughs> So you see, like, I was literally like, I was like, this is so, cr-. and now they do it all the time. And when I, like, I'll watch that, I'm like, I'll just like literally turn. I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. No, it's so, it's so off putting. Does that really happen when you teleport or? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's gross. It's yeah, gross. I wasn't sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
how to how to exercise your sin. I'm sure there's a mod. There has to be something <laughs> because I'm like, oh, yeah. that's so creepy. It's just a glitch, but it's so creepy. But anyways, back to your story. Now I was doing some research and you have an app. Now, how do you do oh, that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh I'm a software engineer by day, simmer also by day and night and most hours but uh yeah I'm I did I did make an app to uh kind of share my stories um so I have an Android app and an iOS app yeah they're not they're I'm thinking of hiring a UX designer to help me out a little bit but I tried my best um hopefully there will be a new and better iteration coming soon um but yeah, I just made those mostly because my friend, I tell him every time I I post a story and he was like, you just make an app so I can have it on my phone. I was like, yeah, sure. That sounds fun. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> so like, how did you do that? For anybody who's like me, that's like technology scared. How did you create an app with the story and how... Okay, I'm going to ask this so nicely, and please don't be offended. <laughs> How did you not get sued because it's The Sims? It's co- the oh, Sims that is- that's copyrighted protected. So how did you do that without getting sued? <laughs> so the thing is, I the thing is, I haven't gotten sued yet. Oh, okay, I'm perfect. Still, yeah, <laughs> I'm still, I, every time I check my mail, I'm like, this is it. This is the cease and desist from EA. But the thing is, I don't, I don't like write. It's like I think it's fair use to use the screenshots. I don't say like this is affiliated with EA yeah. or like these are shots from The Sims. So I might be okay if if they take down my apps. Like that's that's fine. But I'm not making any money off of this. I'm actually spending money <laughs> to for my developer license. So. <laughs> and that is something that storytellers propose things don't talk about is the money per month or money they put into it yeah and people like think all the time like oh like first chronicles is free right i'm like no cost me about 44 dollars a month to have that because i have to have a photoshop so yeah exactly yeah, right so it's, it's the money that goes into it because i saw that and i'm like girl how are you not getting sued by EA? I'm I like, know. <laughs> um, that's awesome, though. And then last but not, well, I was also on there, and you have a BuzzFeed quiz. How did that oh, come yeah. to be? <laughs> I just thought it would be funny to make a BuzzFeed quiz for um, it's who, what character you, you relate to most by, like, just random things you pick. I don't know, BuzzFeed quizzes are just a fun thing to do and there's literally nothing else to do. So I thought it'd be fun, like, you picked yellow. You're totally like this character. Okay, so you- Did you you do it? No, I did it. Yeah, of course I did it. Because I was like- Oh, cool. I was like, how did you do that? (laughs) How did you, like, like, because, like, did you make that? Yeah. Okay, you, you can make your own quizzes in BuzzFeed. Yeah. Oh yeah, fuck! I had no one for Rose Chronicles. Fuck yeah! Sorry, that's what I'm gonna be doing. Uh, this. Okay, first I have I have a long list of things. One, editing this podcast. Two, um, <laughs> sorry, no, don't don't. And editing <laughs> it is very asterisk, very asterisk with this. Um, and then uh, googling what the Sims One storyteller and Sims Two storyteller is, and then looking at your Sims Four storyteller, yeah. and yeah, a hundred percent creating 
custom I would for sure do that I got um it was the it was a girl she had blonde hair um oh Holland yes I wanted to say it had a country name to it but yes I had her I had <laughs> yes yeah yeah I got I got awesome. her yeah so I was like holy shit yeah I've totally got for Rose Chronicles I feel like yeah. if I don't get Alexa 99.9% of the time that I clearly <laughs> fucked up um but no that that's oh, really, yeah that's pretty funny um girl like I like I gotta get a wiki page I gotta do a buzzfeed yeah. you were like 10 miles ahead of it I love that um and you have like a million I have like three followers I'm just doing it for myself like you should do it because people will actually go to your buzzfeed quiz like <laughs> I think people I think I, know, gen- I will I think generally people would it's it's shocking I mean it's taken a long time um I definitely, I do have, like, I, as I'm sure you, you have the best readers in the world. I have the best readers in the world. Yeah. Uh, people that are dedicated. I just released the chapter 101 where Alexa and Oliver, like, I, I love you. I love you too. And it's fun. And people were like, like, literally, people, like, my DMs were filled that day. They were like, oh my <laughs> God, finally. And I'm like, well, that was the whole point. That was, I never wanted to rush. I never wanted to rush that scene. I wanted, I wanted everyone to be like, yeah, let's go. And then I made fun of it. I absolutely made fun of myself when I did like the moment y'all wait for it. And they're like, I love you. And I love you too. And I, they were like, yeah! like, cause it was just like yeah, that I, moment you yeah. were waiting. Like I, I can take it on the nose. I, I specifically, I did that, but no, I definitely you're giving me so much <laughs> tasks my fiance is gonna be gone for a week sorry in like two weeks oh my god no don't say sorry <laughs> I, well I've been bored as hell at work because my boss is currently in Florida and I'm just looking looking busy so if I can do all this shit while I'm at work oh my oh as I throw my pet on the ground I just know what I'm doing this week because I just because I don't have to look busy when he's not th- there because I can just do whatever I want oh my god Sarah you've just You've just, changed my, <laughs> you've just changed my world. Now, anyways, I got a couple more questions for you and then I'm going to wrap up this interview. Now, we've talked a lot about your story. We've talked about your writing process. What would you, what advice would you give to anybody who wants to start their own story? Um, That's a great question. Uh, I think just make it about Sims that you really love. Um like don't don't like make uh honestly with me I've used sims that were children of sims that I played for like years so like they had a really rich backstory and I really like felt a connection to them Mm -hmm. um what other advice would I give uh do some research into some tools just to make your life easier (laughs) like poses and yeah just uh learn from our mistakes and like get all your cheat codes written down that you want to use and download everything I could not agree more especially poses and like look into poses and look and try to find exact moods that you're going for because I moods I had a really hard time with at the beginning of like I still use the same when they're angry when it's it's uh na i can't remember the full name but it's like natasha Og something something she does a lot of fantasy cc and it's the holding sword dagger so it's just basically like this and they're like squinting yeah and then 
<laughs> I do that all the time for hair because it's so perfect. But like I got like sitting poses. Sitting poses were a huge yeah. game changer for me. And I'm sure for you as well. It makes a really big difference when you're trying to tell um a story and and they're just kind of like ah! and it's like serious. So like I have like sitting neutral, sitting sad, singing, sitting angry and sitting happy. Very, very, very important to have those. And just, again, just being, being willing to experiment with your poses because I am a fiend for using multiple different. So like, I have one where it's like, uh, like, like a dying, like pose, but I'll use a different uh, Sims pose from a different pack. And because it'll just kind of do the same thing or, or try to figure out like a stabbing pose. I'll do multiple different stabbing ones from multiple different packs and just kind of seeing like how that goes and fighting poses as well. I really wish EA would have more yeah, uh, more CC creators would have more fighting poses. I wish EA just had yeah. poses. I would I would buy an expansion pack just of fucking poses. Me too. Oh, uh, we gotta okay, we're we're gonna go pitch EA. <laughs> like <laughs> I would co- I would totally go do that because it makes the story so much better. I don't know how console players yeah. do it. I have no idea. Um, I need CC and I need um, mods. Now, what mods do you use to make your storytelling easier? Um, for like uh, that gameplay storytelling kind of uh, connection, I, I do the MCC uh, mm-hmm. cheats. Um, I forget what it stands for, but I, I slow down time a lot. Okay. Um, yeah. So I, I like give my Sims like a full human day to get all their stuff sorted out. But, um, yeah, that and tool to yeah. make objects off a lot is brilliant. Um, Andrew's pose. Andrew. That's Andrew, the yes. man's name. Thank you. Yeah. Andrew's yeah. pose. <laughs> It only took us an hour. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that one is oh so great. I can't believe I ever played without those. I I I, I was literally going back because I get I get new readers a good chunk of the time, and they always start back at the beginning because I know because I'll yes. I'll, you can see like what what post they liked, and I'll message them being like hi, like thank you so much for reading. Just so you know, the first twenty chapters are rough. I used to say ten. I bumped that to 20. I'm like, yeah, the first twitch, a little rough. Didn't know what I was doing. Figured it out though. Gotta stick with it. It gets better. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't use poses, I want to say until chapter 20, 2021. Really? I didn't notice. I thought they looked great. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I, um, you have mad Photoshop skills. That's actually what my first diploma was in, was in Photoshop. But, and I was a graphic oh, designer. Cool. So I did graphic design and then marketing and then culinary and became a chef. And now I'm a marketing person because wow. it's, a, it's a nine to five job. I like, I just want to, you know, go home at five. But anyways, Sarah, well, my final question for you, and I'm going to wrap up this interview. Anything that you want to share about your amazing story with all these amazing listeners? Um... Oh boy! <laughs> anything? Anything? Uh, Literally anything. Floor is yours. You wanna, if you want to read my stories, that's really cool, and I appreciate it. Uh, if you want to download my apps, 
Um, that's awesome. Just know I'm working on making them a better user experience. Um, and yeah, stream uh, Remember Sports new EP because I'm making a music video for that. <laughs> I, Just for fun. I, I love that. Um, well, Sarah, I want to say it's been an absolute pleasure. Oh my God. You're now becoming, you're part of my close friends now. Like, holy oh, shit. Well, thank you. And thank you for wanting to be on here. And thank you for being an amazing creator and an amazing content creator. The Sims Storyteller community would not be the same without you. Now, um, I know you kind of said it before, but where can we find all of your amazing work? Follow me on Instagram. That's where I'm most active. So it's Crumplebottom Academy. Crumplebottom like Agnes Crumplebottom. Um, and you can look at the uh, storytelling website at I think sims4storytelling.com and then crumplebottom has the website crumplebottomacademy.com oh boy this is a lot <laughs> <laughs> download uh, my apps before EA sues me for all I'm worth um, and you can just find them in whatever app store crumplebottom academy I love that. Please go check out everything out. The links are going to be below. Sarah, it has been an absolute pleasure. You're welcome to come back at any time. I definitely oh, want to yeah. hear more about how your story progresses. I'm very excited to see what this year has to hold for you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Oh my gosh. Oh, it was so <laughs> nice to meet you. Well, you have a great rest of your day. Okay. Thank you. You too. Bye. All right. Talk